episode number 110. Welcome to the Getting Unstuck podcast, where you'll laugh, empathize, and learn how to turn your stuck spots into sources for energy and positive change. And now your host, the creator of the Stuck Method, Shira Taylor Gura. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you for joining me today. So as I mentioned last week, a listener of this podcast sent in a Getting Unstuck story that I would like to share with you. But before I tell you about the listener and about her story, I wanted to just take a second to let you know of two very exciting events coming up this summer. I will be co-facilitating a full-day retreat with the wonderful Netta Cohen, who if you haven't met her yet, you can meet back in episode number 108. Together, we will be leading two retreats, one in Israel and one in New Jersey. Both are called Reawakening Joy, a day of sound, movement, and deep nourishment. These full-day retreats will include opportunities for breathwork, chanting, movement, vibrational healing, journaling, conscious eating, and intentional living. The event in Israel will take place in my community, Hanaton, on Thursday, July 4th, from 8 in the morning to 8 in the evening. And the event in New Jersey will take place in a home in Medford, which is southern New Jersey, on Sunday, August 4th, also from 8 to 8. For each of these retreats, space is limited, but joy is not. If you would like more information or you're ready to register and save yourself a spot on either retreat, email me as soon as possible, shira at shiragura.com, before the spots get taken. There is a special price if you bring a friend. Okay, so I'm going to share with you a story from a listener named Leona. She, in fact, is in my group program, the Getting Unstuck and Living Deliberately Journey, and she joined just a couple of months ago. And from her experience in that program and observing the coaching that I offer inside the group, she has also decided to enroll in the Certified Getting Unstuck Coach Training which is being offered again starting in September. She herself is a business coach and has been for many years, but ever since she has learned about the Stuck Method, she has come to understand the tremendous value it has not only on her life, but the value it can have while working with others. And I am beyond thrilled, grateful, and honored that she is going to be joining us in the next training. By the way, if you work in the helping profession or you would like to help others get unstuck, the doors to the certified Getting Unstuck Coach Training are now open and only 10 spots are available in total. If you would like to learn more about it, you could head over to the website shiragura.com forward slash certification. The training only occurs twice a year, once in September and then again in March. Okay, so Leona gave me permission to share all of that with you, and of course, she gave me permission to share with you her story. So here we go. Hi, Shira. I would love to share my stuck moment this week. I got stuck with my neighbor, or more accurately, 
my former neighbor. Here's a little background. Bob and his family lived next door to us for almost 20 years, but moved away to a nearby town a couple of years ago. Bob had a little shop in his backyard where he repaired cars. He was our neighbor and our mechanic. He also would fundraise for a particular cause he was passionate about, and we donated any time he would ask. Bob's family and our family were not necessarily close, but were definitely neighborly. We would chat when we saw each other, but didn't necessarily visit in each other's homes. Well, on Saturday, my husband and I were working in our front yard and saw Bob pull up with his motorcycle into our across-the-street neighbor's driveway. They were also working outside. They were talking and laughing for a good hour, and I waited expectantly for Bob to stop by and say hello to us next. My husband and I carried on with our yard work and awaited his visit. But Bob didn't come over. Instead, he just hopped back onto his motorcycle and drove off. Why didn't he say hi? He must have seen us. We were in plain sight the whole time he was chatting up the neighbors. I found myself pulling up weeds with a little more aggression. The bugs became more annoying. And though the outdoor temperature had not changed, I was feeling a little hot-headed. I was stuck. S-T-U-C-K, stuck. So the first thing I needed to do was stop. I took a breath, remembered that Shira would say, while you don't have control over something that triggered you, you do have control over your reaction to it. So I took a couple more deep breaths and then I started to tell. I need to figure out what emotions I was stuck on. So I began to make my stuck statements. I am stuck on hurt. I am stuck on confusion. I am stuck on insecurity. I am stuck on anger. I am stuck on judgment. I am stuck on jealousy. I really could feel those emotions and my chest hurt a bit. It was now time to uncover. I asked myself, why am I feeling those emotions? What are my beliefs? I believe he should have stopped by to say hi. I believe he doesn't value our friendship. I believe Bob just used us for the benefit of getting work and donations from us. I believe I am being hypocritical. At this one, I needed to go back to the T and tell myself that I was also stuck on hypocrisy. To be very truthful, I was enjoying working in the yard and the progress I was making on my chores. I didn't truly want him to stop by because I didn't want the interruption. After inquiring about the accuracy of each of my beliefs, I did determine that none of them were actually 100% accurate. So I moved to my considerations. What are some alternative perspectives I consider? 
cell C. I can consider that Bob had a purpose to see our neighbors and a limited amount of time. I can consider that he saw us busy working in the yard, but that in the past, when he had stopped by, he felt he was intruding. I can consider that we haven't kept in touch with him over the last couple of years. Perhaps the neighbors across the street have. I can consider that his relationship with our neighbors was more intimate than the relationship we had shared. I can consider that I could have gone over to the neighbors and said hi. At this point, I had gotten myself unstuck. I needed to hold myself in compassion and realize that getting stuck happens and it's okay. So thanks for letting me share my story, Shira. So what I love so much about Leona's story is her honesty. I think one of the hallmarks of a stuck spot, at least for me, is that I'm not always 100% honest with myself. You know, like, I believe they should, or I believe he should have, just like in Leona's story. And what I find so refreshing in her story is how honest she was and how she really owned up to her own thinking. And because she did that, she was really able to recognize what other alternative ways she could have looked at her situation, which in the end helped her get unstuck. Take a moment and think about a recent stuck spot you may have been in and where you can consider really being honest with the way you were thinking. I know it's not easy because when you let go of the hold on your story, it's kind of scary because you're not left with anything. You don't have a story anymore. And then what? But of course, that's the beauty of this process, that you can create a new story. If you have a story to share, whether it's now or in the future, please consider sharing it with me, either via email or audio. I would be honored to share it with the rest of the listeners, if that is what you would like me to do, as I am confident that your story, just like Leona's, will inspire the other listeners. So I want to thank Leona for sharing her story with me and for allowing me to share it with you, the listeners. Leona, I really acknowledge you for your bravery and your honesty in getting unstuck, because while getting unstuck is simple, it's not always easy. Okay, my dear friends, so if you are on the journey with me, you will know that we are journeying this month into stillness. And we are starting to wake up to noticing how we live our lives, how and where we unconsciously show up and act towards other people without maybe knowing it, and noticing where we tend to get stuck. So that from that place of exploration and curiosity and a deeper understanding, we can then begin to move into the next month of the journey and start to slowly with time and patience, recreate ourselves and live our lives with as much intention and purpose as possible. I am absolutely loving this journey and I feel privileged to be on the journey with those of you who chose to join me.
So I'm wishing all of you a wonderful rest of your week. And as always, I look forward to getting unstuck with you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Getting Unstuck podcast. For more information on programs, workshops, and retreats, check out our website, www.shiragura.com.